You're listening to Biodiversity Bites, proudly brought to you by the New South Wales Government's Saving Our Species program. Hey, Katie. Hey there, Edgars. Today, we're looking at a critically endangered bird species that has a unique story to tell, if their call lasts long enough to tell it. That was the song of the Regent Honeyeater. It's a very distinct bird. Its entire head, neck, throat, and bill, they're all black, but it has this striking cream-colored ring around its eye. Yeah, and contrasting that black, it has these bright yellow tail feathers. And the thing that really stands out for me is its wings, its back, and its breast have this yellow and black scaling, almost like like armor. It's quite a striking bird. Now, Katie, where might we find the Regent Honeyeater? So where they live and what they eat are actually quite intertwined. They are very mobile and they have a huge space that they call home. So it's virtually all the way from Melbourne to Brisbane, which is an area roughly about the size of France. And this is because they're rather picky eaters. They'll eat insects and fruit, but they mainly feed on the nectar of eucalypt species that only flower profusely in certain years. So they have to fly long distances to find the patches of this super abundant eucalypt nectar. And because the Regent honeyeaters cover this huge area, scientists studying them can sometimes struggle to find them. In some years, the birds may decide to not even visit popular breeding spots. It really is like finding a needle in a haystack. Now, they're critically endangered, which is the last rung on the ladder, so to speak, before a species actually goes extinct. So, Katie, do we actually know how many are left? Sadly, it is believed there are less than 250 to 300 regent honeyeaters left in the wild. So, when a species gets down to this incredibly low number, they really are on the brink of extinction. And as with many species, habitat loss and fragmentation is the major cause of the regent honeyeaters' decline. These birds, they really like the box iron bark forests, which are being cut down and cleared for agriculture, residential development and timber. The situation is made worse by their incredibly small wild population. So in addition to losing their genetic variation, the Regent honeyeater has a very unique challenge. They're actually starting to lose their song. That's crazy, isn't it? when researchers were looking for the Regent Honeyeater, they noticed some were singing weird songs. And later they realised that males were actually learning the songs of other birds in the area. Katie, why are they doing that? So in a perfect Regent Honeyeater world, the young males learn the songs from other adult males to attract females. But with such a small population spread across such a huge area... Young males simply, they're just not able to find other males to learn the song from. So they've started to mimic the songs of other species of birds. Well, I can't imagine the female birds would be too impressed with that. (laughs) Yeah, not so much. The female birds don't respond well to these calls, which, as you can imagine, could lead to fewer baby regent honey eaters. So... What's actually being done to try and reverse this decline? Perfect time for a quiz. (laughs) So, when you have a species as critically as endangered as this one, there's nothing too weird or too wacky to try and save the species. 
Which of the following is not being done to try and protect the Regent honeyeater? A. Breed and release captive birds. B. Reteach them their song. C. Plant mistletoe seeds in the forest. Or D. Genetically modify the birds to be more resilient. I know the first two sound quite plausible, right? So it's either mistletoe or genetically modified birds. I'm going to say genetically modified birds is not something that we're currently doing. So D is my answer. Oh, brilliant. Spot on. They do not genetically modify the birds, but they do the other ones. A total of 128 Regent honeyeaters have actually been released into the wild in New South Wales since 2020. And this was through a partnership among the Taronga Conservation Society, BirdLife Australia, and the New South Wales Government Saving Our Species program. And scientists are using recordings of wild birds to teach captive Regent honeyeaters their own song, which is bizarre and cool. But Katie, what about this mistletoe seed? I wasn't sure about that one. Yeah. So the native mistletoe is really important for the Regent honeyeater, as well as dozens of other birds. It provides food, shelter, and even nest sites. And BirdLife Australia has been working with the Mindariba Local Aboriginal Land Council and local land care groups, and they've planted about 2,000 mistletoe seeds in the host trees in the Curry and Cessnock woodlands since the summer of 2020. That's a massive effort to put into looking after these birds. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's because the decline of the Regent honeyeater has had such a huge impact on the greater ecosystem because they really helped to pollinate many native plant species. Also, by protecting the Regent honeyeaters, it really helps to safeguard a whole suite of other threatened birds that depend on the same landscapes. So some of the best things we can do to help is to raise community awareness and support for the Regent honeyeater, grow new forests and keep paddock trees on farms. And if someone hears or sees the bird, you can notify BirdLife Australia and also visit our zoos to support the work they're doing to fight extinction. And on that last one, we actually recently published an episode on Taronga Zoo, and it includes some of the things that they're doing to help raise awareness of threatened species. So check that episode out, and we'll include a link in the show notes. So meanwhile, if you're out and about in nature, listen for this elusive but beautiful song. This podcast has been produced by Grow Love Project with support from the New South Wales Government's Saving Our Species program. To hear more episodes, make sure to subscribe on your favourite podcast player. And for more information about the Saving Our Species program, visit savingourspecies.online slash podcast. Thanks for listening.